When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome into A to Z Sports Primetime from the Zen Sports Studios. I'm your host, Buck Rising, and I am proud, as always, to be presented to you by the great people at Zen Sports. Whether you're wagering on playoff football, the NBA, or college basketball, Zen Sports is always there to get you in on all the action. Promo code ATOZTN for up to $1,000 on your no danger first wager. The Law Offices of Amanda J. Gentry, wherever justice demands. Amanda J. and her team have you covered. Make sure your constitutional rights are protected at amandajgentry.com. And of course, TrueMath Fitness in the Gulch, the best workout in Middle Tennessee, a new way to work out for the best version of you. TrueMathFitness.com is where you go for your first workout free. As a Middle Tennessee resident, TrueMath Fitness, a new way to work out. All right, so I've made up my mind. Um, We've watched the divisional round. It's almost concluded with the AFC side of the bracket getting ready to work itself out, 27-24. Chiefs driving at midfield with a first and 10 at this point. They've run about half as many plays as the Buffalo Bills have in terms of time of possession, but they have uh, really uh, put on one of their better performances of the season as Mahomes tends to do, throws it away there on first and 10 with 9.20 to go. In the fourth quarter. So with that being said, not all the Titans coaching candidates were performing or competing on divisional round weekend. We did get a couple of them squaring off in Bobby Slowick and Mike McDonald with the Texans and the Ravens. Burt's Ravens advancing to the AFC championship game, which I know he's very excited about. But I have made up my mind on who I want to be the guy. And I want to ask you guys your opinion, your Two Rivers Ford take on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter and on Twitch. Who is your favorite candidate to become the 20th head coach in Titans-Oilers franchise history? It is your Two Rivers Ford take. It is presented by Two Rivers Ford, quality American-made Ford vehicles and award-winning customer service. Two Rivers Ford in Mount Juliet or online at tworiversford.com. So who do you want? They've concluded an interview with David Shaw in person this afternoon. Uh, The only person on their list of 11 that they have not interviewed to date, either virtually or in person, is uh, Ben Johnson, the Lions offensive coordinator. We'll see if he can fit them into his schedule, though he is expected to be a head coach uh, in Washington right now. He sounds like the favorite when you talk to people around the league to be the next commander's head coach. He is the top choice on the market by many different – Many different measurements. A big stop on third and 10 there for Buffalo. It looks like Kansas City is going to have to punt uh, with that three-point lead and the clock running down under nine to play right now. Um, So Ben Johnson is the only one of the 11 that they have not met with virtually or in person. David Shaw was an in-person interview today. They'll start uh, their round of in-person interviews with teams whose season finished uh, starting tomorrow and Brian Callahan 
The Bengals offensive coordinator will be the first of those in-person interviews of people that they've met with virtually. Callahan is Alonzo Henderson's pick. For William Jones, he says, Slowick 2024. John Bertotti simply says, no shawl, please, and thank you. For Vince on Facebook Live, he says, Callahan, Jason Eskridge, Callahan or Mike McDonald, the Ravens defensive coordinator. Major Key says, damn, Buck, your TV's way behind. Is it? Uh, I've got cable, so usually I'm... Usually I'm uh, ahead of you guys, but maybe uh, maybe I'm a little behind since this uh, I moved from the living room up into the office. Maybe the office TV's lagging a little bit, though it shouldn't be. This is where the damn cable box is. Um, anyway, so looking at the head coaching options, I narrowed it down to two people that I would be very comfortable with the Tennessee Titans making their next head coach. Brian Callahan, the offensive coordinator of the Bengals, is my first choice. 1B for me is Mike McDonald, the defensive coordinator of the Baltimore Ravens. Both men are accomplished. Both men are would be two of the younger co- head coaches in the NFL, as is the trend these days. One is an offensive background coach, uh, basically a, a quarterback lifer in Brian Callahan, which is why I give him the nod. The other is one of the most accomplished and best resumes uh, that would be available to hire as a head coach, though his background is on defense. That is unfortunately a mark against him in today's league, even though I think that he is very, very capable of being a head coach, a good head coach at the next level in much of the same vein that Mike Vrabel was, except the difference between Mike Vrabel and Mike McDonald is Mike McDonald's actually a good defensive coordinator. So I'm going to, uh, I'm going to play for you a clip from Dave Lapham. Uh, I, I had a sick day on the radio show on Wednesday, Wednesday or Thursday, I want to say. Um, and the Bengals radio analyst, the former offensive lineman for Cincinnati, went to Super Bowls with Cincinnati, Dave Lapham. Uh, Lucas had booked him on the radio show, so Lucas was conducting – Lucas Panzica, who, if you don't know, is the executive producer of the radio show uh, that we do from 10 to 1 on 104.5 The Zone. Lucas and Bert bailed me out on my sick day and interviewed Dave Lapham about Brian Callahan. I'm going to play for you a clip about that here in just a second right after I remind you that the primetime show is presented by the law offices of Amanda J. Gentry. Wherever justice demands Amanda J. and her team, they have got you covered. They've got your constitutional rights covered. They will inform you about what your constitutional protections are. They will protect you from those constitutional rights being infringed upon. They will fight for you wherever justice demands at AmandaJGentry.com. This is Bengals radio analyst Dave Lapham on Brian Callahan and why he thinks he will make a good head coach. Offensive coordinator, but not primary play caller, can wave off pretty easily. Why should people not do that when it comes to Brian Callahan and who he is as a head coaching candidate? Uh, because, you know, I think to be a successful head coach in the National Football League, I mean, you can have a coordinator, you can have a play caller. I mean, there's, there's a few head coaches in the NFL that do call plays, but there are still coordinators that, uh, that, that call plays. And in Brian's case, I'm sure he would have a coordinator in mind uh, that he would probably uh, empower to call the plays, or it might be a joint effort. And, you know, make no mistake about it, um, Zach Taylor calls the plays, but Brian Callahan is part of the dialogue with Zach Taylor every single play until, you know, time doesn't allow any more debate or conversation about it, and then Zach Taylor will make a decision. But Brian Callahan has tremendous input on a play-by-play basis, even though he's not the, the voice that is going into the helmet of the quarterback in terms of the actual play call and in terms of uh, game planning, I mean, it's, that's, it's a big part of it. A large, large part of it is his baby. Now, you know, he's got, 
his other offensive coaches contributing. There's no question about that. And Zach Taylor, you know, gets gets his fingers and thumb into it a little bit as well. But Brian's the coordinator of that, putting all of that together. And he's uh, he's done a pretty darn good job. I, I think, too, from a football standpoint, uh, a head coach, in my mind, in this era of football, has to be able to deliver a clear message. And Brian Callahan is as, as good a communicator as I've worked with. I mean, the, the guy is unbelievable in terms of, uh, having a message and being being able to communicate that message. And then the other thing is uh, relationship building. I mean, in today's era, that's a very, very important thing with uh, today's athlete. And Brian Callahan is unbelievably talented in terms of his people skills, building relationships with, you know, players, coaches, everybody in the organization. I mean, as far as a football coach, he's immensely talented. As far as being a human being, he's even more so. The dude is just one hell of a good guy, no matter what profession he's in. So that's Lucas's giant head in the voice of Dave Lapham, the Bengals radio analyst, explaining the dynamic between head coach Zach Taylor, who does call the plays, and how Brian Callahan, the offensive coordinator of Cincinnati, is involved in those plays. Stephen King says, Buck, join us on the dark side with offensive-minded head coach. You know, I have, I have kind of gone back and forth on a couple of different candidates that I like and why I might favor one over the other. And, and just, you know, trying to inform myself as much as humanly possible by talking to people uh, in Cincinnati, talking to people in Houston, talking to people in Baltimore, talking to people around the league who are familiar with these coaches in other stops. Mike McDonald, by the way, is a really good candidate too. Ben Jones was on the, the Georgia team that Mike McDonald was a graduate assistant on. And he, Ben talked about Mike McDonald, I, I had a quote in an article that I wrote this morning at a to z sports.com about, you know, Ben describing to me the level of respect that players on that Georgia team had for Mike McDonald, who was simply as a grad, simply as a graduate assistant was viewed by the team as a coach in the way that he handled them, himself and the way that he conducted himself, and the way that he interacted with players. Uh, the guy's only 36 and has one of the best resumes in football, and he comes from an absolutely elite organization in the NFL right now in the last 20 years of football. There is few teams not named the Patriots that would be considered the gold standard the way that the Baltimore Ravens are uh, in recent history. And I know that probably pains Titans fans, but like, you know, Boris Johnson says, them's the breaks. So the, the, everything should be done in service of the quarterback, which is why Ryan Callahan would be my selection. Now, why him over Bobby Slowick? I'm going to explain why Bobby Slowick stocked down for me uh, as opposed to Brian Callahan's stock up, and not just because they lost the, po the playoff game the Houston Texans did. Um, I'll explain to you what I mean here in just a second, because I'm going to ask you guys which candidate who you have changed your tune on the most. Which Titans head coaching candidate have you changed your tune on the most? In the comment section, please, on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch, while you guys do that, as we go rapid fire to get you back in time for the finale of the AFC Divisional Round. Zen Sports is where you should bet on all your football action. Plug in the promo code ATOZTN. Get up to $1,000 on your no danger first wager at Zen Sports. Terms and conditions do apply. Gambling problem? Call the Tennessee Red Line 1 800 889 9789. So, why am I trending out on Bobby Slowick um, and trending up on Brian Callahan? Well, Callahan's resume is much better. Callahan is the much more accomplished coach. Callahan is somebody who has done more with less. Callahan is somebody who innovates. 
and we were doing yesterday the 615 Sessions podcast in the first quarter of the Texans-Ravens divisional round game. Teron Davenport and myself, we're doing a live stream podcast, which was a lot of fun, by the way, and we appreciate you guys who came to hang out with us to watch the first quarter of that game and two Titans head coaching candidates squaring off against one another. And we got to talking about Slowick and Teron Davenport of ESPN, who was this week's guest co-host, brought up some interesting points that I've heard about Slowick, but that he gave a little more credence to. The, the willingness to adapt, right? They don't always use those 12 personnel sets, but they knew Cleveland is an attacking defense. They like to get pressure on you. So they do that in order to offset it. And I, I think that's really good. I mean, you see where they will, you know, at times, you know, have, have uh, 11 personnel, sometimes even four receiver sets. You know, uh, the thing I like about them is, as you mentioned, the, the condensed uh, formations, like it, it allows them to do different things as far as like create matchups and dictate that. And then on top of that, you have a lot of motions and things like that that they do, which is something that we know that the Titans, they started to get into that, but that wasn't always something that you saw. So uh, that's a really good thing. Um, I just like Slowick. I don't know that he's ready to be that leader of the organization. I think that's the big question. And in talking to people in Houston, that's the feedback that I got. And even within the the offense, and it's funny you mentioned, you know, how it's always going to be about the players and you're 100% right. But players also, you know, tend to have buy-in and they tend to, you know, they also credit the scheme. But from the people that I've talked to, they say, hey, look, man, like what we're running is is good, but like the success is because of us, like we're out there. And yeah. so when you hear that, it's like, I don't know that that's a guy I would want to be the head coach, right? right because now. you're not getting that that total run through a wall buy-in from your offense, right? They're going out there and executing the stuff, but they feel that it's because of them. So there's a little back and forth there. I know John McClain has been very vocal about um, slow not being ready. And, and who knows, maybe his situation is similar to that of Ben Johnson last year. And I was like, okay, give me another year. Let me see this thing really uh, have some, some consistency. So that's uh, Teron Davenport on this week's 615 Sessions. You can check that out right here on the A to Z Sports YouTube channel. Uh, you can also catch the podcast once a week. Typically, it's on Fridays, but this week we thought we'd do things differently since two of these Titans head coaching candidates were squaring off against one another. And ultimately, you know, what Teron says there is is pretty is pretty compelling, right, about Slowick. Perhaps it is a Ben Johnson-type situation where the guy just needs another year. But um, that players are maybe not publicly vocal, but privately vocal about how much their success is more attributed to the players in Houston as opposed to Bobby Slowick as a coordinator or the scheme that they're running, I think is is not an insignificant note. Puka says there, of course, Houston says he's not ready. They don't want to lose him. And you could be 100% right about that. There's all kinds of, it's like draft misinformation, right? There's all kinds of stuff. That's floating out there in the ether. And uh, Bobby Slowick has done well for himself in Houston. And, and in his first year, we'll see uh, whether he's a head coach this cycle or next cycle, the way that Ben Johnson was last year and will be the top candidate this year. But I don't, you know, I, I don't, uh, I don't think that's an irrelevant note there from Tehran. And that's been something that people in Houston have been discussing for, for quite some time. Like, like Puka says, you know, uh, 
you definitely don't want to lose the guy because you've had success with him, especially with that young quarterback and uh, the core of what they're building with the Texans right now. A to Z Sports Primetime is presented by TrueMath Fitness in the Gulch. Go to TrueMathFitness.com for the best workout in Middle Tennessee, a new way to work out for the best version of you. Go to TrueMathFitness.com. So Bobby Sloak is the person who I've gone a little further stock down on. Brian Callahan, one. Mike McDonald, two. That's what my coaching list looks like. Um, we'll wrap things up before the two-minute warning with Sunday Funday. What's the best thing that you saw in sports on this Sunday? A lot of good action from the football weekend. It doesn't have to be just from Sunday, I suppose. It could be from yesterday's games as well. What's the best thing that you saw this weekend? We'll talk about it together on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and on Twitch right after I remind you that the primetime show is presented by the Ashton Real Estate Group of Remax Advantage. Go to GaryAshton.com. Get your dream address without the stress. Get the Intel edge you need to succeed at GaryAshton.com. Best thing I saw on the internet this weekend was a video of Aziz Alsher, Titans uh, captain in 2023, one of the Titans captains in 2023, inside linebacker, formerly of the San Francisco 49ers. He was on one of these prove-it deals here in San Fran, or from San Fran here in Tennessee this year. My expectation is that they'll try to resign Aziz Alsher. But he went to take in the sights and sounds of the AFC division, or excuse me, the NFC divisional round between the San Francisco 49ers hosting yesterday the Green Bay Packers and what's a classic all-time matchup in the NFL. Um, Aziz was out on the field with his teammates. He was down on the field pregame and did a little even even of the pregame uh, ritual with the San Francisco's linebackers group. I thought it was pretty cool. A lot of uh, I. Didn't see that many Titans fans that were butthurt about it, but it was uh, it was pretty unique and speaks to what San Francisco has there that the Titans and so many other organizations are lusting after. So I'm going to play it again. That's Aziz in the trench coat breaking it down with Fred Warner and the rest of the Niners linebackers. So some people might, you know, not love that, but you know, Aziz Alshair, he's not a free agent until the new league year begins in March, but he's going to be a free agent. So there's no, you know, there's no overwhelming loyalty to the Titans. He was only here for a year. He spent far more of his career in San Francisco. Major Key said, uh, that I said on Twitter earlier today that it's the most fun he's had all year. Bet your ass it's the most fun that he's had all year. This is an absolute miserable season for the Titans. Um, ben Hall says, bandwagoning, bandwagoning in real life. Yeah, but he, he's more a, <coughs> excuse me, he's more of a, uh, he's more of a Titans bandwagoner than he is a Niners bandwagoner. He was drafted by the Niners organization. He spent Far more time there and took a, took a deal to try and get a starting opportunity that happened to be in Tennessee. Bandwagoning in real life, he's more of a Titans bandwagon, although it's such a shitty bandwagon to hit, your, hit yourself up to uh, as of late. Um, but then a Niners bandwagoner, he's far more a Niner than he is a Titan. So I would not, I don't necessarily, uh, I don't necessarily agree with the notion of bandwagoning like i said he's got more loyalty to them than he does to your football team and and rightfully so did a lot more winning there had a lot more success there uh that's going to do it for us tonight we'll get you back in time for the two-minute warning of the bills and the chiefs it's an electric game 27 to 24 
two timeouts apiece. Buffalo driving at their, what does it look like, the 26-yard line, a second and nine. Have a great rest of your evening. Radio show tomorrow is going to be a lot of fun. Join us from 10 to 1 on 104.5 The Zone. That should have been a touchdown, Buffalo, on second and nine. Josh Allen just couldn't get it to number 16 there in the back of the end zone. We will uh, see you guys tomorrow on 104.5 The Zone. This is our cult. This is our team. We bleed blue. This is our cult. Whether win or lose, we love them. For the shoe, beat the Titans. Let the world hear us now. This is our team. Go Colts.